Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here. It is January 12th, 2020, and it's time for our Impact Hard to Kill post show. Obviously, there's a ton to talk about here. Uh, let's get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way. Leave a thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. FightfulWrestling.com is where you go for all your wrestling news. The fastest growing independent wrestling website uh, in the world. We want to thank you guys for that. Uh, we do not have our YouTube back yet. That's why I'm streaming here. We cannot monetize this yet. So please support us at FightfulSelect.com. I had a ton of backstage news up there. As I do, we are one of the top newsbreakers in wrestling, and that's the place to go get it. Tomorrow, Monday, I will have my Backstage Report podcast, which will have a lot of the news that you guys are wanting to hear about this Tessa Blanchard situation, some of which uh, I cannot possibly put uh, into words here, but um, I'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, we uh, pay our writers, our podcasters, editors. We had a freelancer on the scene there. Subscribing to FightfulSelect.com helps us pay for people like that as well, but um, lots of that stuff going on right now. I'm going to have a Q&A this week, so you guys can ask a lot of the questions that you're asking me here um, over there. Uh, also, we dropped the first ever Distraction Podcast with Jeremy Lambert and Joe Holbert. We've added a lot more news-based shows to our slate of late. Go check that one out. Lots of stuff to get into it. Oh, man. Uh, so, obviously, the big news of the weekend was Tessa Blanchard's tweet that backfired. She had tweeted, hey, women should support other women. Cool things happen. And a lot of people did not like that. A lot of the women that she had worked with didn't like that. Now, there's a lot of people saying, 
why didn't this come out before? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't that happen? Well, I'll tell you what. First off, I reached out to Tessa personally and didn't hear back. And I will tell you my personal experiences in dealing with Tessa, in uh, what I've heard before, what I've heard since, all that. But uh, like I said, a lot of this will be on the Backstage Report podcast and FightfulSelect.com. Any additional questions you all can ask in this week's Q&A podcast at FightfulSelect.com. Word of these types of stories have been around for years. For years. People in every company have this story. Not everybody has a story personally about Tessa, but everybody has heard the stories. For the people talking about timing and all that stuff, it had very little to do with tonight and a whole lot to do with the tweet yesterday. Uh, now, I've had a lot of people that say that Tessa has supported them and helped get them into companies, but I've also had a lot of people that said that they were afraid to say anything about Tessa Blanchard because they were afraid they were get, would get blacklisted. I've heard a lot of weird stuff. The, the reason that I first interacted with Tessa was her denying a story that I had heard about her being removed from the PC when she was dating a wrestler that, that worked there. And um, she was very much to me like, I don't know where this stuff starts at. I'm just a girl who loves wrestling. Whatever. Uh, that story has been reiterated to me several times since then. But um, in, in my personal experiences dealing with Tessa, she's been nice to deal with. I had heard that many of these issues were straightened up, so to speak, since Impact Wrestling. But as it turns out, I've heard some stuff coming out a while this week. Now, here's the thing. This type of thing, it's hard to imagine that it would get coordinated by so many people because I can tell you that I have spoken to at least a dozen people that have stories or have heard stories second or have been right next to someone that is telling the story. Uh, I don't like the pile on thing, but I mean, and I don't want to be, do the butt thing. I, I, I often try to put myself in, in that person's shoes. Like, well, what if this was me? Well, if it were me, I would probably come out and apologize and said, man, I did some stupid stuff. I acted in a way that maybe I shouldn't have acted. And I, I can't speak to the validity of, of racial slurs and stuff. But if she said that, she needs to apologize. I don't know if the woman is racist. I don't know if she has racist feelings in her heart. If that's true and that she used those terms, that's inexcusable. There's a lot of things that I'll be, that I'll say, look at and say, you know what? Somebody's in their early twenties, mid twenties, or even any age and you can learn and you can grow from. If you say something like that and do something like that, you've got some real hate in your heart. I'm not saying that nobody is exempt from growing, learning, and realizing that that could hurt somebody. But man, gross. Um, gross. Again, I'm going to expand on this heavily on the Backstage Report podcast. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Please support what we're doing here at Fightful. We're trying to bring you wrestling media in, in, a little bit of a different way than maybe you guys are used to, bringing you a lot of free content, but uh, we need a little bit of support along the way too. So make sure you all spread the word of the show. Uh, we will talk more about this as it goes on, but uh, I got my eyes on my notes and stuff like that. Not as much on the live chat, so please, 
keep it respectful in that regard. Also, a little housekeeping. I am running solo. I do have allergy-induced asthma. I am going to cough. I'm going to get short of breath. I'm hitting the mute button. Damn. Join us every Monday for Post Raw, Friday for Post Smackdown, Wednesday for the Listen, you boy, Wednesday for uh, the Wednesday Night War show. Hot damn. But uh, the way I personally look at this, Tessa Blanchard is an amazing performer. I think she's one of the best wrestling performers in the world. There is nothing okay with using racial slurs. Nothing okay with it. It's gross. It It is disappointing. Like, here's the thing. I heard so many of the other stories. I heard so many of the other stories about difficulties, uh, being hard to deal with, and attitude issues and stuff like that. And nobody is an asshole 100% of the time. I had not heard the racial stuff before. And that, that made my stomach turn. That one, that, I mean, it's all disappointing, but that's the type of stuff that upsets you. When you hear about racial terms being thrown away, man, that's, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. And if you watch this show, you know that how I feel about Hulk Hogan, for the love of God. I, I have rejected overtures to do some Hulk Hogan related content because of how I feel about that. I don't like that because when the guy came back, I had a ton of WWE wrestlers saying we would have let it go if he apologized, but he didn't. He apologized for getting caught. Tessa Blanchard needs to apologize if that is true. Not apologize for getting caught, needs to genuinely apologize. Oh, man. Well, let's go ahead and get into the show. I will give you NXT UK uh, TakeOver Blackpool results as well. Uh, minor thoughts on that show. I can't think of a brand I am less invested in than NXT UK, though that finish was pretty awesome. So here's the thing. Uh, several that we had talked to in Impact uh, had mentioned the possibility of a handicap match, as reported on FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe now. But um, we there was some media access for this show that had stepped up a little bit in past uh, over past Impact pay per views. I would love to see those be more one on one pay per view or one on one interviews and stuff. But they had some Q and As. They had some media stuff. Sammy and Tessa were both. We were both told they would not be going to those at all. So uh, that kind of made me think that Tessa was going to win because usually it was the winners, but. First match we got was Ken Shamrock and Madman Fulton. This was an odd match a little bit. It was a a lot submission-based, but uh, the first thing that stood out to me was the lighting of the ramp in the ring. It was great, but the crowd was not lit well at all. It looked very ROH-ish, but a step up. I'll have some big news on that this week, too. Ken Shamrock can still move around the ring pretty well, but he gets tired pretty quick. He should not be able to do his dive over the rope better than the Usos. That's amazing. He does a really weird, odd waist lock slam on the floor, throws some nasty knees to Fulton's face, and OVE gets ejected or ejected. They trade a few submissions, but Shamrock gets the the tap with a rings of Saturn. 
Fulton tapped with his face and it's <laughs> Shamrock seemed confused. This was this was okay. This was all right. Shamrock is a completely serviceable guy, and if Impact's getting him for a good rate, sure, why not? Why not, man? This was this was a fine match. It was an okay match. Eh. I'll tell you what I like. Ace Austin. This guy is so good. He's 22 years old. Uh, trained by the Samoan wrestling family, so, you know, probably gonna be pretty good. But he does, he does almost like this cougar hunting gimmick. And I ain't talking about the animal, my friend. He's the X Division champion, and he's been feuding with Trey Miguel of the Rascals. Because he's been like hitting on Trey Miguel's mom, which is kind of funny. Uh, and it's gonna continue, but Ace Austin had a very underrated 2019. This is gonna be a guy you're gonna see all over the place for the next 15 to 20 years. He's just very, very good. He does a space flying tiger drop, and I love his Bangarama move. It's a move that I've like seen in my head before, but he's able to pull it off and make it look good and safe. He's real good, man. I don't know how long Impact has him. I see somebody in the chat saying three years. But damn, I, I I hope they do. I hope they have Ace Austin for three years because it seems pretty evident to me that Impact Wrestling values Ace Austin and knows how to book Ace Austin and seem to think a lot of him based on how he's been booked so far. And he's got nothing but upside. He's just going to keep getting better. And as he gets older, he's going to fill out even more and get stronger. Man, that's that's awesome. I He's got a good, different look. Mr. Warren Hayes, or, yeah, Mr. Warren Hayes compared him to Gambit, which I love because he's got the cards. He's got similar hair and all that. Uh, the pace is incredible in this match. They were throwing everything at the wall. Um, and after the match, oh, by the way, he hits a uh, uh, corner head scissors in the fold. And then he, after the match, he tries to get a kiss from Miguel's mom, which... <laughs> And Miguel attacks him, and the thing is, this match was good enough for me to want to watch again, but if it's continued with the same exact story advancement, I don't know that I'd want to see that much more of it. Like, I already see Ace Austin beat him clean as a sheet. Just because he goes and does the same stuff that he was already doing doesn't make me necessarily want to see this again. By the way, we're going to have some of the the media interviews and all that stuff up on select.com. So check that out. Ace Austin's is up his, his post-match comments, but we've got some of the Q and A's going up there as well. If I had the fightful YouTube, they'd all be going up on, on our YouTube, but alas, I do not. Taya Valkyrie retains the impact knockouts championship, defeating ODB and Jordan Grace. Now here's the thing. I thought this was. Jordan Grace's night. I really did. Anything could happen. They're taping TV this week. But Taya last week became the first person ever to defend the championship successfully for over a year. She held that title for over a year. And that doesn't happen a lot. It's never happened in Impact Wrestling. She, she broke the all-time reign record and then she... Uh, Set the, the length record. That's, that's pretty awesome, man. Jordan looked like she was in title victory gear. She had the sequins. Had the championship curls. Jordan Grace looked ready to win this. Now, I, I like most people, thought ODB was in here to, to maybe take the pin from Jordan Grace. 
She took it from Taya, but she was not a third wheel. Wheel. I thought she fit in great. I do think she's better in NWA than Impact Wrestling, but I do like that wrestling companies have come together and booked ODB more. And I don't think it's I don't think it's a pity booking. I just want to say this. But since ODB's fire truck or fire truck, ever since her food truck burned down, she's been getting a lot more bookings, and she's got a new one coming uh, in, in the spring. Good. I, I hear a lot of people say a lot of good things about ODB and. She's been great for me to deal with, too. Grace has Taya lifted up with one arm while ODB hits a face crusher off the middle rope. This took a little bit to set up, but I thought it ended up being really good. Uh, Jordan slams like effortless. Taya hits a good pop-up knee. And <clears throat> Grace hit a senton. And I'm talking like ODB, like her feet and head seemed like they were under the ropes. It was a really short range senton and it hit great for Jordan Grace. Then she hit the Jordan Grace or the Grace driver and uh Bravo distracted the ref. Tyus stole the pin. So it was ODB taking the pin, but it was her taking the pin to protect Jordan so that rematch is still there. I don't know if it will be a an April thing cuz they announced their next pay-per-view for April. But I wouldn't wait that long. And I, I don't know where Ty is headed. I don't know if she's extended her deal or anything like that. But uh she's got to become champion eventually. And the thing is, she signed a three-year deal. So she's going to be eventually. And Ty has had a good run. And she's, she's played up as well. I thought she's gotten better as her title reigns went along. And that's in a very strong knockouts division. And I'll remember Taya's run as her being a dominant champion that did not lose it all in 2019 at a time when when the company had its strongest knockouts division ever. And I truly believe that right now. That's the strongest ever with Tessa, with Taya, with uh, Jordan Grace, with Kiara Hogan, with a lot of people around. I still think they need to bring in Ivelisse and Diamante. I don't give a shit who has issues with who. I think they need to bring them in. Oh, well. Well, they brought Katie Forbes in. Rob Van Dam is backstage making out with her. He mistakes Daga for a fan wanting his autograph. Now, last year, RVD told me that he extended his contract with Impact uh, through January. I don't know if he's re-upped that. But Brian Cages is up. And according to SoCal Uncensored, he has signed... And when I say so a Cal Uncensored, I mean the website, not the tag team. He signed with AEW. And that explains why he jobbed to out to RVD here. And I don't have a problem with it. Lose to somebody on your way out and lose to somebody that needs it. Now, all things considered, if you know that you're he's on your way out, I would have had Moose losing, beating him. And then RVD could have beat Daga. But whatever. Uh, Katie Forbes' girlfriend distracts Cage and RVD beats him over, busts him open with a Van Terminator, and RVD tells the ref to ring the fucking bell. There were a lot of F-bombs on this, uh, <laughs> on this. But, the match is thrown out, I guess. I don't even know if it started. But Daga makes the save, and the whole point of these two matches were to show that RVD could do everything he could do 20 years ago. And I have to say, I'm more interested than Rob Van Dam than I have been since 2006. Since the 
2006 title run. Because, I mean, initially when he came into TNA, uh, like 10 years ago, I was thinking, oh, cool, RVD. But I wasn't that interested in him. Whatever. With this, I think it's great. He's he's a heel. He said, Brian Cage has stolen all my moves, except for that time he lost to a woman. He definitely was doing his own stuff then. Like, it's real good material that RVD is uncorking here. He beats Daga with the five-star frog splash. <clears throat> Man, it's... It's real good. It's real good, this RVD heel stuff. Now, the Katie Forbes thing, it it crosses heel and becomes, like, annoyingly obnoxious. I'm just like, all right, let's move on here. Whatever. I'll tell you what was a slapper. Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin. Two guys from a character standpoint that, to me, leave a lot to be desired. And that, that, you gotta overcome a lot. If I don't care about your characters, that, that, it's hard for me to get involved in your, or invested in your match. It wasn't that hard for me to get invested in this match, cause they had an awesome match. I thought it was match of the night. Honestly, if the Tessa stuff wouldn't have emerged yesterday, I probably would have said the main event was match of the night, but it was a little tougher for me to get invested in that one. Edwards defeated Michael Elgin. Elgin lays one in hard to Eddie. There's a great double suplex spot for both dudes. Edward lands, Edwards lands on his feet on a German suplex and does a blue thunder bomb. Elgin's sliding forearm hits just really well, followed up with that brain buster. And they were going off. They were slugging it out, going move for move. And <laughs> there was that crucifix last ride that I just love. But Edward survives a buckle bomb and wins with a sunset flip. He gets to retain his call your shot trophy. This is a match you should probably go out of your way to see. 20 minutes long, just, whoo boy, they, they went out and they laid into it. I had somebody saying like, oh, we, we could have had the American Wolves in NXT. And I'm like, listen, call me controversial, but I wasn't ever a big Davy Richards guy. I wasn't ever a big a big fan of Davy Richards' work. The thing is, I wasn't that big into Eddie Edwards either, but I think that his career has taken off without Davy Richards. Look at Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Their careers have taken off since that affiliation was all broken up, so to speak. Eddie Edwards has, <clears throat> has gone up since then, and... I, I like him a lot more when they're not trying to make him Tommy Dreamer light. I like that a lot more because he doesn't need to be Tommy Dreamer light. Why is that? Because Tommy Dreamer's still working everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Why do you need why do you need another Tommy Dreamer when the original Tommy Dreamer is still running around showing up in every battle royal ever? You don't need it. I thought this was really good, and like I said, it overcame me not really caring that much about the character or the story. I dig the story, I dig, I dig the story between Moose and Rhino. They both use a spear. Neither one of them call it a spear. Rhino cut a promo before this and said, You call your spear the no jackhammer needed. I'm gonna give, or show you a move called no fucks given. Damn. I got an upcoming interview with Rhino and he told me, Here's the deal. If I do a gore and it doesn't pin somebody, it's a spear. I've liked that. Uh, Moose hits his, no jackhammer needed, but Rhino back body drops him onto the ramp. There's some hardcore action here. Uh, Rhino power bombs Moose through a table outside. Rhino wore Moose out with a chair, superplexed him onto a bunch of them. Moose pulled the ref in front of him, and they both got gored through a table. Moose recovers, though, and wins with his no jackhammer needed after a low blow. This is a fun match, man. I... I think Rhino is solid in what he's doing here in Impact Wrestling. Got a lot of respect for that man. There, there's a whole lot of people that say, oh yeah, well this person's just going to take the money. This person's just going to do this. This person's just going to do that. Oh, he's got to set up his family. Rhino was offered double his downside guarantee, and he knew, knew that WWE was just going to sit him at home. So he said, double what you're doubling, and then I'll do it. And they said no, so he went and signed with Impact for two years. He wanted to help people, he wanted to work, he cared about his art, and I got a lot of respect for that. I can relate to that, and I appreciate that. And there's a lot of wrestlers like that. There are a lot of people that are saying, oh, this act doesn't want to take this much money or reduce dates. They don't deserve it. Man, you do not know what motivates another person. No amount of money can, well, I don't want to say no amount of money, but there are a certain amount of money or amounts of money that don't necessarily make you creatively satisfied. And for some people, that's what fuels them. For some people, being able to make a decent living and be really proud about what you're leaving behind and the history that you're leaving is more important than making a ton of money. And Rhino is one of those guys. Good for him. I, I got a lot of respect for him for that. Uh, fix my hair that's sticking up here. Moose is a really good heel, man. He's a, he's a natural heel. He is, as we see on Twitter sometimes. The guy's a natural heel. <laughs> that's the guy. Impact Tag Team Championships. Unfortunately, Rich Swan is hurt. I don't know how serious it is. But as reported on FightfulSelect.com, this was a handicap match. Ethan Page battling Salmonella, so uh, I'm going to try to find out if he shit his pants during this match. We can only hope so. Interview with him coming up on Fightful.com in the coming weeks. Uh, also, I'm going to throw him. A, I'm going to throw him a plug here in a few. No pun intended, or no segue intended. <laughs> this is the ultimate spot for Willie Mack, man. Willie Mack, I think is Impact Wrestling's strongest babyface. Pure babyface. In light of the Tessa stuff, I think 
and not not as it relates to Willie Mack. I'm just talking about standalone. I think Willie Mack is the strongest baby face on the entire Impact Wrestling roster. He's so good. He's so natural. He can sell so well. His body language is so good. He has the offense of a baby face. He is amazing. And if he were in NWA right now, I think he'd probably already be NWA World's Champion. And I think he probably should be Impact World Champion by the end of the year. Whenever, whenever Tessa leaves, if she leaves, I would have them go to a heel, then I'd have them go right back to Willie Mack as a babyface. He's good. I, and I would say have him do a chase, but the thing is, it's, I, I don't think they should do a big long chase after they just had Tessa chase the title and chase Sammy and chase all this stuff and then finally get it. I think two really long chases back to back is is a little bit too much. Um, Ethan Page didn't work a ton in this match. Mac ended up doing a Super Canadian Destroyer. It was awesome, but it, the fact that it was a handicap match worked out really well considering the fact that Ethan Page is battling Salmonella. But all three of these guys are so good and innovative and and creative. The North overwhelm Willie Mack and get the win with their finish. This was so good. The North are so good. Impact's roster is real, real good, man. They got some consistent TV. You should be watching them a little bit more if you all don't. Speaking of Ethan Page, he's got his own themed show at WrestleMania week, but I can't believe I'm about to plug this, guys. I have my own themed show, WrestleMania week. Now, I want to preface this. I'm not getting paid a booking fee. I'm not getting paid for this show. I have been assured that whatever fee that I was going to get paid is going to get donated to a good cause. That's why I'm doing this. Uh, Primetime Pro Wrestling out of Washington, D.C., has announced that April 2nd at 4 p.m. Thursday, 4 p.m. in Tampa, Florida, Primetime Pro Wrestling presents Sean Ross Sapp Served Tall. That's right. We're doing it at a brewery. We're going to have all the details at Fightful.com. Uh, Faye Jackson is is announced for this show. There's going to be a lot of interesting names that are going to be announced for this show. Make sure you guys check it out. It's a DC-based promotion. I think you guys are going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to host the show. I'm, I'm very excited to do it. Uh, I've I've done a couple stuff like this. I mean, some of you all know I wrestled in the past, and I've done some commentary and stuff in the past. But like I said, want to make it, it very clear that I'm I'm not doing this for money. I'm not going to provide favorable coverage or anything like that. Not a conflict of interest. I want to raise some money for a good cause. I want to uh, do some really nice things uh, and I'm going to get to, to get some good content there as well. But my God, can you believe it? Uh, Sophie King's going to be there. Mark Haggerty, O'Shea Edwards. And like I said, we're going to be announcing some some very interesting names in the coming weeks. Sean Ross Saps served tall from Prime Time Pro Wrestling Thursday, April 2nd, 4 p.m. at the Copper Tail Brewery in Tampa, Florida. 
I cannot believe this is happening. What were they thinking? Letting me ruin their fed. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll choke slam somebody. Maybe I'll choke slam old Lolo, who runs Primetime Pro Wrestling. She didn't come to my birthday dinner. Nick Gator did, who, who also owns Primetime Pro Wrestling. He was at my birthday dinner. But Lolo, they didn't come. Lolo did not come to my birthday dinner. Oh, man. Main event time. Tessa Blanchard becomes the Impact Wrestling World Champion. Defeating Sammy Callahan. Now, as of last night, people close to Tessa were telling me that she didn't necessarily think that she was going to be given this title, but was going to talk to Impact today. Apparently that decision was made, and <laughs> Tessa's the champion. From a content standpoint, I think Tessa should have won this title. From a morality standpoint, it's like, well, probably not. Probably not. Match was exceptional. What can you say? The match was really good. Immediate pile driver from Sammy. Magnum from Tessa. Blanchard does a great senton dive to the outside. But when she does it later, Sammy catches her and power bombs her through the table. In the meantime, Blanchard has her knee worked over expertly. She sold it so well. Sammy worked it so well. Sammy is such a dastardly heel. And Blanchard can work as the baby face so well with body language and selling and just facial expression. She She does it. So good, I had said it so many times. Before Saturday, I would have been surprised if Tessa Blanchard was never a WrestleMania headliner. I wouldn't... Here's the thing. If she wasn't a WrestleMania headliner eventually, I'm not going to be surprised now. But I think she still will be. So Tessa counters a pile driver on the apron with a Magnum. Body language, selling, verbal aspects of this match are very good. She Samoa drops Sammy and sells the knee. Later hits a cutter. It's, it's, she, all her offense looked really good. All of Sammy's offense looked really good. Uh, Sammy Callahan spit on the ref. That doesn't have anything to do with the, the rumors of Tessa and the accusations. He does that all the time. But Callahan grabs the brass knuckles and gets kicked in the balls. A fourth Magnum hits. This one off the top rope and he kicks out. She then kicks out of a pile driver. The match has come full circle to where they're kicking out of each other's finishes. But then she hits a flying Canadian Destroyer and a buzzsaw DDT. This was a very good match. Callahan was a transitional champion from Brian Cage who was leaving the company. And here's the thing. A transitional champion isn't a bad thing. He was the right one. He should have been the champion to pass over to Tessa. They had history. He is a good heel. He's a much better heel than Brian Cage. Brian Cage was leaving. Tessa needed the title. Sammy Callahan was the right person to be champion. Because he's good. He's just good. So immediately after, I'm talking 60 to 90 seconds after the three count, they cut off the air. No big celebration. However, 
after she's joined by I don't know if it's family or friends in the ring and she cuts a cuts a not so great speech saying nobody's perfect but whenever you come for me you come for all of us and it's like you probably should have left it at nobody's perfect I'll work to get better but right now I'm the best wrestler in Impact Wrestling and I hope I can be a better person that speech did not make her look good again I'll have a lot more on FightfulSelect.com I'm, I'm, I'm getting DMs as we speak from wrestlers and when I get these messages, I gotta vet them, I gotta, gotta double check them, all that. Tessa Blanchard is legitimately an amazing wrestling performer. But, um, the behavior rumored and the subsequent reaction to that, her denying all this stuff, but then saying nobody's perfect, and then turning it into an us versus them mentality, I don't think that's great, man. I don't think that's great. And hopefully, hopefully, some growth some growth comes of this. It doesn't look like it right now. Doesn't mean it couldn't happen eventually. Doesn't mean it couldn't happen in 15 minutes, 15 days, 15 months, 15 years. But I hope it happens sooner than later. How about this? Whether you want to get your penis hard in 15 minutes... 15 hours, 15 days. It'll be ready whenever you are because Blue Chew is ready whenever you are. Blue Chew gets your penis super hard. Why is that? Well, by golly. Because it uses the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work, but it works on your schedule. When I say on your schedule, I mean truly on your schedule. Truly on your schedule. Prescribed online by Blue Chew affiliated physicians and shipped straight to your door. You don't have to call up the doctor. You don't have to schedule a doctor's appointment. Go to the doctor's appointment. Get your prescription written. Then go to the pharmacy. Then take it home. You're probably stopping at McDonald's or somewhere on the way home from there too. So good luck with your testosterone after that meal. But hey, Blue Chew comes right to your door. It's a chewable so it gets into your system faster. It's ready whenever you are. Stuff's great, full or empty stomach, whether or not you had that McDonald's. You don't just have to have a problem to be able to use Blue Chew. It's it's to give you that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. Use that code FIGHTFUL. You get your first shipment free. You know that they believe in their product when they are willing to give it to you for free. They know you're going to come back. They know you're going to use it as your special performance enhancer. You're going to be like McGuire, 98, just swanging that thing. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Just pay $5 shipping. Let them know you heard about them from us at BlueChew. I want to thank those guys personally for sticking with Fightful and the Fightful podcast after uh, we've got the YouTube issues. They have stuck with us. Uh, they've committed through 2020. Melts my heart. means so much to me that they're willing to do that. There's also NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2. I thought this was a pretty solid show from a from an event or a, a brand that I can't be arsed to care about, quite frankly. 
I, I just can't. <clears throat> but let's go ahead and get into it. Eddie Dennis defeated Trent Seven via pinfall after the next stop driver. You had Kaylee Ray defeat Tony Storm and Piper Niven. Uh, she, uh, Kaylee Ray pinned Piper Niven to kind of keep that going. They wanted to keep Tony Storm strong, obviously. Kaylee Ray is such a good heel. Her accent is amazing. Glad to see Piper's able to wrestle after the b- bouts with Bell's palsy and all that. That, that's great to hear. Great to see. Makes me very, very happy. But Kaylee Ray still being booked very strong. Tony Storm being kept strong though. Tyler Bate and Jordan Devlin, man, you want to talk about two guys that got it. I love the strike exchange. You're throwing from here instead of out here. Like when, when Pete Dunn and, and I can't remember who else were doing it, they were throwing their punches like this and it looked so bad. I, I don't know if, if Devlin and Bate just know better, but when you throw your punches tight, it just looks better. They were throwing some body punches, dodging, blocking a little bit too. I really liked it. Some really, really good strikes traded here. I love the Tiger driver, so Tyler Bate's going to be a guy I like anyway. Uh, Tyler Bate ends up beating Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin has really come into his own as a character as well. And I, I love that, man. Couple of guys that, man, if they, thing is, if they were, if they were 6'1", 6'2", they'd be in the main event of, of Raw or SmackDown right now. That's just, that's just where we are. But right now, where they are is NXT UK. Ladder match, you have Gallus retain over South Wales subculture, grizzled young veterans, and Imperium. I was surprised Imperium didn't win here. Pretty solid tag team ladder match. It was, it was, I liked it. A fine match. Got a few of these teams that are in the Dusty Classic. But, um, we see Ridge Holland at at crowd, uh, in the crowd at ringside before the NXT UK match. And Walter defeated Coffee. Unfortunately, Coffee Kingston could not, uh, upset Walter. This is another fine match. Uh, Joe Coffey needed a really, really great match to stand out. But the thing that everybody's talking about is Imperium coming out to celebrate and Undisputed Era show up and they attack and it got the place completely unglued, man. Completely unglued. It was amazing. This was a an end of the show, end of a pay-per-view angle, my friends. It was awesome. It was awesome. Although they, they do like to make Walter look like a complete pud so often. And I don't know why. But a fine show. A fine show. But to be honest with you, I'm going to care about NXT weekly TV more than I care about any NXT UK takeover for a while. Everybody on the brand looks the same. And so many of them work the same. Little preview, guys. We have a ton of backstage news up on Fightful Select right now. Monday, the Fightful Select Backstage Report podcast. I give you backstage news, contract updates, uh, stats, injury news. Monday nights after Raw live. Late, late night. Alex does the Sour Graps podcast. Then this Wednesday... 
I have my Q&A, or not Wednesday, probably uh, Thursday. I have my Q&A show. I'll answer over 100 questions, as many questions as subscribers want. Wednesday, we had The List Goes On. It's our uh, supplemental show for The List and your boy. So that's four podcasts at the beginning of the week. Well, how about a fifth one? Alex Palowski with a Sour Graps Smackdown review. How about how about podcast number six? The Weekender Podcast. If you like Impact Wrestling... You like NXT UK? You like 205 Live? You like NWA? You like New Japan? You like Beyond? Steven Jensen has you covered there. And this is in addition to all of our great exclusive news. By the way, next weekend, Conor McGregor fights. My God, I got to preview that this week. Conor McGregor fights. Woo! I want to thank you guys so much. So much. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe. If you ever want to know where you can find our podcast, Fightful.com, FightfulPods.com. Leave us a nice iTunes review. That helps too. Till next time, we're out. Thank you, guys. Hey, as people say, what about a seventh one, the distraction? That's free. We're out. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.